0: Everyone, you're listening to the Jersey Church Podcast, where we give practical tips to equip people to care and connect others
1: to Christ. Welcome, everyone, to the Jersey Church Podcast. I'm Matt Reed, and I'm here with my co-host, Todd, and our friend, Chris Goebel. Chris is uh, a a longtime member of Jersey and is somebody, like many in Jersey, who just want to see people come to know Jesus and grow in Christ. Uh, And so, uh, Chris, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing great, Matt. How are you?
1: I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. So, uh, what we're going to be talking about today? You know, I'm
0: doing fine too. I oh. uh, understand <laughs> you just wanted to hear from Chris, but I'm just going to
1: uh, just let the viewing audience or the uh, the audio audience the, the audio I'm doing okay today too. So. Yeah, my my apologies, Todd. I'm just I'm excited to jump into the conversation, and sure. I I just overlooked uh, overlooked you. So I my, I hope you didn't feel rejected or left alone. Um, no worries.
0: I'm anxious there. to hear from Chris as well. So yes,
1: that really is what we're excited about. So. Uh, today, though, we're going to be talking about what makes uh, RD relational discipleship different than other forms of disciple uh, discipleship. And I really love um, what uh, one of the ideas I got to replicate uh, a book on discipleship uh, is, uh, and it's written by Galladay. I forgot his first name, Todd. What's his first oh, name? Oh, Robbie Galladay. Robbie yeah. Galladay um, is he makes the distinction between discipleship and disciple making. And what I love about that is a lot of what we do, a lot of what I do at the church is discipleship, which is good and needs to be done. But then there's disciple making, where we're actually really intentionally making a disciple. Uh, and, and so we're going to talk about, you know, how RD fits into that and what is different about it. So, uh, Todd, I'll, I, I'll come back to you. I'm not going to forget you a second time. But Chris, tell me... Um, about your life, and what has the Lord used in the past to help you mature in Christ, just in general, over the course of your life?
2: Okay, well, uh, that's a heavy question. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a lot. But basically, um, I can't minimize enough that God has led or led my husband and I in the beginning to four different churches. Where there was phenomenal preaching, mm, yeah. and uh, I won't give all those pastors credit, but uh, by listing their names, but uh, you know, preaching the word of God is really, really important. Uh, I also um, learned early to get into daily devotions myself, mm. and uh, sometimes that was just reading through the Bible. You know, I read it three times. Uh, just reading straight through on you know on a course yeah uh, you know, a little guide of how many chapters a day and so forth uh i've also uh used devotionals sometimes i just the lord just zones me in on an area and um pretty much every day mm-hmm. I, I you know i might have missed it when i was giving birth to my kids yeah you know, that would be minor like that. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah um, right. But,
2: but pretty much every day I was in the Word of God since I was about 22 years old. And now I'm, I'm 71. Okay. So that's been a long time. Mm-hmm. And that was a really good way to let the Holy Spirit teach me directly. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I uh, can't underestimate that enough. Um, but, uh, I mean, I can't underestimate that. I won't. But basically, I also went to um, some really good, one really good seminar that was called Seminar on Basic Youth Conflicts, and then later changed to Seminar on Basic Life Principles. It's a week-long seminar, and then you go pretty much all day on Saturday. It was basically one man speaking, but you had a big syllabus that you followed and took notes. And... Uh, phenomenal to get a real grasp on the Bible Uh, and once you went you could go back and my husband and I went five times to the basic seminar and in different cities because it was held in huge auditoriums Uh, and I uh, we also went to an advanced seminar so I you know I've studied the Bible a lot and of course in small groups and without meaning to I ended up getting roped into teaching, which I'm not really a teacher, but I always cheated. I had had a really good outline to follow. Uh, one was uh, Christian Life New Testament that just has a ma- master outline that leads you through every basic aspect of who is God, who is Jesus Christ, who is the Holy Spirit, and lets the Bible itself tell you through scripture, who is Holy Spirit, about sin and judgments and uh, plan of salvation and so on and so forth. And in that very first, first opportunity of facilitating a Bible study, um, I saw every woman in that came in my neighborhood and ones that they brought come to know Jesus personally without any kind of coercement. Mm-hmm. It, it just it just happens so automatically and so naturally where they would ask to uh, pray and receive Jesus personally. So that was a really good one. I also, um, you know, have been in groups like the grow groups that we have with, you know, a, a more than a few people. Um, and, um, you know, just I'm trying to think we attended this seminar to learn how to witness through Billy Graham, which was called Operation Andrew. Um, you know, I've, I've, Facilitated several small groups and been in several small groups with really good teachers. So when Todd said to me, "Well, now before
0: you go there, the because what I loved about what you said so far is, and I think it was one of the reasons why Matt and I, you know, your name immediately came to mind when we were thinking about this topic of what sets RD apart is uh, is just we knew that you were going to." have a ton of experience in a variety of different ways and uh, and back to matt's sort of distinction between discipleship and disciple making i think it's so key because i think if we're not careful sometimes rd can be pitted against different things and it's not about competing it's really about right. complementing yeah and i love that you started with preaching you went straight to your personal devotion time and you emphasized uh, that being daily for years, which I just, uh, I look up to myself and pray that that continues. I know Matt would say the same thing in in our own lives. And, but then you've hit small groups and courses and how, how all those are significant. And, and really it's, It would be tough to add anything other than just to reiterate what you've uh, said so far.
2: The only thing I would add is you can read good books written by Mm -hmm. Christians as well. You just have to know who the author is and if he's grounded in the word of God. And, you know, they always have scriptures. And so you can read those over and and, Mm -hmm. and you can define certain aspects of your life that you need.
0: Yeah, it helps you hone in on certain areas. Right.
2: And, 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 you know, there's things too, like grief share or different mm-hmm. things like that, but.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's interesting. So I, I, I grew up the church. I'm kind of a product of the local church. Um, and when I was young, I had a mentor and it was a one-on-one, you know, and he took me through um, uh, the uh, campus crusade discipleship track. I remember that cause I didn't really know what it was and, and uh, they had a different name for it, but as, you know, but as I, as I grew older and I got into this RD, I realized it's different. Like, it, it was different even than what I had uh, with that one-on-one. So, what was your, you know, Chris, what was your your reaction as, you know, RD was brought up uh, and, you know, and things like that?
2: Well, basically, when, you know, because we, we also had that same experience, Matt, and I min- missed that, where a gentleman and his wife went through and, and zoned in for Bob and I, because Bob thought he was a Christian, because he had prayed one time with a businessman, but he wasn't fully, fully committed. So this man took us through the Bible, and that was really good. And I had had that experience with several people. So when Todd said to me, have you thought about RD? And I said, I have discipled so many people. Yeah. <laughs> what is different about this? You know, yeah. relational discipleship. I I've been doing that for years, uh, but I, and it, again, it took somebody else having a need. Someone came to me in our in my grow group and said, would you do RD with me? And I said, uh, that Todd's gonna get me one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: promise I, I did not put her up to that. I promise, <laughs> all the Holy Spirit, so.
2: I, I know you didn't, Todd. <laughs> But the, the neat thing was that I said, "Well, let me pray about it." And when I first opened the handbook, and I will warn you, if you if you want to do the RD, um, don't get scared. Just because when you first look at it, you go, "Whoa, that's a lot of work," <laughs> you know, because it really is detailed. And and what I love, though, that um, that it does lay out exactly the scriptures you're going to go through Mm -hmm. in the RD group and the best part is that every person in the group is reading those and and the thing that I think has been so different from RD rather than me teaching or someone else teaching the teacher learns a lot because they're digging out the scriptures but this is so good because each person highlights something that's important to them. Mm -hmm. Then they explain what that is. Then they apply it to their life. Then they respond to it. And, and what's neat is we're all teaching each other Mm -hmm. from the word. And And what's so good about it is that we might we might highlight the same scripture in the passages that we had, but we have a different perspective. So we're all such different personalities that different things stand out or we it, it hits us from a different angle of what's going on in our life. And I have grown so close. Ours is unusual because we have five. Typically, okay. you only have up to four, mm-hmm. but I have grown so close to these five women and What's precious about it, I love, love my grow group, but it's a lot of people. And when you're in there, the facilitator does most of the talking and very few people chime in. Not everybody's well chatty like me. (laughs) You know, but, you know, there are quiet people that never say a word so you don't get to know them. Mm -hmm. Where in this RD, RD, they're forced to talk and share how the word is hitting them and what it's
0: meaning. Love it. Uh, Chris, you brought up so many different things. I, I wish uh, we had uh, plenty of time to delve in each of them, but just a couple things that, that really struck me about what you said is what I've appreciated about RD historically is you think through the, the natural progression of, and I think you would be, um, really the poster child of just this natural growth of, okay, growing in the Lord, other people are coming to you. And then I think historically speaking, we pigeonhole people and say, and your next step is to become a teacher. And as you've said, all right, well, there's some that have the gift of teaching and others not. And so, so what happens when a person wants to continue to grow wants to share what they've been taught with others uh, when they don't have that gift. And I think with RD is it puts them in a position to uh, to lead an RD group, definitely don't have to have the gift of teaching, you know, simply to know the Lord, you've matured in him and you're looking to, as Matt said at the beginning, you know, may help others be trained uh, to make disciples. And so I love that aspect. And I love the distinction you made between grow groups are extremely key, extremely biblical, you know, a small group environment. I mean, we see that in, in Jesus 12 disciples and, and, but, uh, but you're exactly right in a mixed gender group of, let's say, 12, 15, upwards of 20 some, you know, could be in a girl group and even more um, not everybody's going to have a chance to talk. And even if they did, what guy is going to bring out maybe something deeper within him, you know, with women present and vice versa. So I think uh, I loved how you put it. You you touched on the uh, the benefits of small groups and as well as the benefits of RD and some key distinctions there.
2: Yeah, I think with, with RD, in fact, I just brought this up to a, a woman in our GROW group. I called her to wish her happy birthday. And um, she said, you know, you, you're in an RD, right? And I said, yeah, it's great. And she said... I wanna get in one, but I don't wanna start it. Yeah. And I was able to say to her, relax, nobody's leading it. we mm. are all doing the same things. And that's the beautiful part, you know? And and I will really emphasize, we just, we're, we're on our 32nd week of meeting together. We've never missed one because you commit to that also. Yeah. Yeah. and And that's good. Uh, I mean, there's been a couple times, you know, for emergency situations that maybe one gal was missing. But uh, when, when the pandemic came up, we were like, we don't want to miss our D. <laughs> you know. And so I quickly learned to use Zoom. You know, I never yeah, even yeah. heard the word before. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we continued in Zoom. And then uh, we happened to have our deed that the week of my birthday The day before my birthday, so the girls showed up at my house instead of getting on RD. But it was already May, and and I my house we could spread out and be socially distanced. So we've met together since then, in my home. We started at the church, then went to the Zoom. You know, but you don't want to miss it. Mm -hmm. You know, once you get started, you don't want to miss it. But another thing that I would say is, (laughs) I was so glad that we did this in-depth study through the Old Testament mm. with other people, because i tell you what, I love studying the New Testament and I love some of the Bible characters from the Old Testament, but it's that history and the blatantness of some of the things that even God did, you go, seriously? Yeah. You know, <laughs> you, you killed the whole town, you know? <laughs> but you understand that he's god and he has his reasons and mm-hmm. and and working together through it with other women is really helpful not to get mad at him sometimes mm-hmm. you know you killed the babies too mm-hmm. you know but it's like he can't stand sin and he had his group of people and that's how it worked then mm-hmm. and you know but 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 when he but he loved us enough that he brought Jesus. Yeah. He brought himself into the world to die for us. You know. And so it's it's just exciting. Yeah. Sorry.
1: No, that's okay. I think uh, I think th- I think that's really good. And and I think it's a key component of of RD that that I've experienced. That I always tell people when I go to my group, those guys have an opportunity to be like Jesus to me. You know, it's mm-hmm. like I sit down with them. They're not perfect. I'm not perfect. But when I bring my junk to the table. It's almost like Jesus incarnate comes through these guys, and they remind me of. Well, remember who God is. Remember who you are in Christ, right? Like it's, and I think that's what makes RD different than a grow group or you know like classes or even preaching. All of those are important, but never am I, in my in in any of those I don't always get the opportunity to sit and say, "Here I am in all my my junk or my misunderstanding, my confusion or my struggles with the Bible." You know, sometimes right. and. And but then here I can say that stuff. And I've got two people that all of a sudden go, hey, Matt, remember, God's forgiven you. He's forgiven you for that. Or, hey, Matt, remember, God's told you this is who he is. Remember, we talked about this passage, you know, two weeks ago. And, and I think for me, that is just, especially during the pandemic, like you were saying, where we're all alone. And mm-hmm. I'm looking at it going, you know, I when I get lost in my own head, I come up with some crazy things <laughs> and uh, in my broken flesh. But when I'm meeting with those people, it helps me to step out of my own situation and, and remind me to step into the reality of God. And so that's what, you know, we think about what's different with RD and, and how we see it come about. I think that, you know, kind of, you were saying that, but I think that's what I've experienced as well. So well, and I think to put
0: sure? what sure. you
1: both... Oh, I think to put
0: both uh, what you guys both said together, one comment I saw there in that is the and until you experience it, it is tough to communicate it fully to somebody else. But just that environment of you know two, three, four, five people in that, because I think people are accustomed to men's Bible studies or women's Bible studies. Okay, well I've been in those, and uh, they're gender specific. But if it's a group of, let's say, ten or twelve, if I miss a week here or there, you know, it's not. They're not going to. Yeah, they'll miss me. But, Chris, like you said, on you know, in a group of 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 this um, nature, no, you want to be there because they want to hear from you, and you want to hear from them, and there's just this this higher level of, uh, of just positive you know, I wouldn't call it print, just accountability. And, and even just this growing desire that I don't want to miss an early Tuesday morning, because uh, I'm afraid that I'm going to miss what, you know, you know, what God did in, uh, you know, in Eric's life this week, or Bert's life this week, or Evan's life this week. And so I think that at that level, just brings about this whole different type of relationship. And I'm so thankful you brought up uh, Old Testament, New Testament. I mean, we have new testament reading plan as well but uh and the number of people that when they're through that a lot of times it's their first time reading through the bible yeah you know and it's one thing they've always set out to do uh but this gave them the tracks to run on and like you said uh really sets up the new testament with all the history uh that is in the old so
2: we have a relatively baby christian in our group and um she was so grateful that mm. she did this with other people. And, and she said, I'm so glad we're in the New Testament. You know, <laughs> that's, that's pretty much all she knew. But, um, but it is, too, because you just really want to zone in on Jesus Christ. And that's what the New Testament does. And um, I will say, yesterday, one of our gals, Rita, uh, has her... Her daughter and her husband are in town, and so she was going to have to miss. But she said, "I might jump into the Zoom because we had, we met it, We met on Zoom yesterday because of two other situations. Mm-hmm. That um, you know, one's a teacher, and I don't have to tell you what she's going through mm-hmm. with all that stuff. And so she she said, "I'll just set up a Zoom for all of us if Rita and Kim aren't both going to be here." and And so we zoomed yesterday, but Rita wasn't going to even, be, she said, if I don't make it, let me just tell you what stood out to me. It was the swaddling, you know, the swaddling, yeah. you know, and so that stood out to her of how God swallowed Jesus and lambs are swallowed and, you know, and that didn't stand out to any of us. <laughs> so it was good that she at least put her little input in when she couldn't be there.
1: Yeah. yeah. So true. So true. Well, and and I would say one of the uh, one of the guys in my group. I remember when he was when we were starting. We finally we were reading, and the Lord was speaking to him, and he said, "You know, I told myself I was going to go all in, and so and and he shared something that he had never shared with anybody, and it was a little bit more, um, you know, personal. And I remember just looking at him, going, like, this is amazing to listen to what God is doing in your life and if we go back to todd your example of having a men's group of like 12 people you can't go around the room with 12 guys and say hey what's god teaching you right now what's god teach right somebody will always get missed and with this though you have people that are committed to listening to god through his word and to his holy spirit and coming and going okay so this is what i think i should do and then the next week you can follow up and say hey so how'd that go? You know, you had to have this conversation, or you had to do this thing, and uh, and again, if you're in a group of twelve, it's really hard to do that every week.
0: Um, I was there just last night. I was in a, I just visited a uh, one of our men's groups, and you know we had a uh, great study Revelation, and and all that was good. Had uh, about five minutes of prayer request at the end, and at the end of that, it was like. Oh, uh, it would be good to follow up with that one and, yeah, that, yeah, right. and that one. Right, because there there were some significant things there, you know. Yeah, but yeah. time didn't allow, in that right. so, well, and that's as it. So, again, should we, how should we close this
1: out, Reed? I, I don't know. I, we could probably keep going, but uh, um, I was just going to say, like, you know, again, the difference of discipleship and disciple making. Right. Yeah. We we need a variety of forms of discipleship: classes, seminars, preaching. Uh, accountability relationships mentoring um, but what RD how RD complements all those things from the discussion we had today is that it comes alongside someone and it, it is intentional to make a disciple so they can go and make a disciple um, mm-hmm. and I think all of it just all of it is needed um, yeah. you, know, you need every, well, single, every single one
2: class. of the key things since I am a talker <laughs> is that is that in this, Somebody like me doesn't dominate.
1: Everybody mm.
2: gets to say, have their say, mm. and I have to listen. You know, have to stop and really listen to these girls and what they're saying. And so I think that's a good point too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I find that on the podcast, Chris. You know, Reed has to take a break sometimes. <laughs>
1: And, uh, uh, right, I'm going to listen to all of our uh, podcasts today and tally how many times you interrupt me versus how many times I interrupt you. So, all
0: right, so final thought. We're going to throw this to Chris So, because okay. they, they hear from Matt and I now. So yeah. what would you say to someone who senses the Lord is calling them to something more than they're currently experiencing and following him? And maybe, they're, maybe they've heard about RD, just like you brought up the, uh, the lady in your girl group and everything. What would you say to somebody in, uh, uh, in that position?
2: I would say just try it. You'll like it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, you know, but, but you know what? The Holy Spirit, I think is leading people just like the gal the other day. Uh, You know, you mentioned it to me, but it took someone else asking me because of where I was at in my life. This gal knows the word too, but doesn't want to lead it. And so it, it takes a little bit of understanding. I think this podcast is good because it's going to help people understand a little more of what it's about and not to be afraid of it. Um, even if it looks like a lot of work, it's really not. And it's so beneficial.
0: Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. And, uh, uh, thanks for being with us. We, we were so very much looking forward to this morning and, and, uh, had some ideas what you might bring out, but uh, but it, it even exceeded that. It was just really appreciated, just everything you put into the history, and uh, if we could only have a week's worth of podcasts to delve into each one of those, that would have been uh, even more ideal. But this time you touched on preaching, the significance that small groups, courses, especially grounding and, and basics of the Christian faith uh, and never wanted to forget our personal time with the Lord and, and how he could use, um, you know, other books that hone in on specific areas too. And but then uh, just how the Lord led you to, uh, to RD and what that took. And so Um, I will mention here at the end that we do, we have broken the handbook down. So uh, to a a one page overview, and maybe we can put these, we put these in the episode show notes before, but we haven't done it for a little while. Um, Just that gives a, uh, just a high level 30,000 foot overview. And then the, we also have a a three week starter guide now, just to help um, groups get started. so. And I think that should wrap us up today. But uh, you know, Chris, thanks for being with us, and Fred, it's always good being with you. And we look forward to being back together next week.
1: All right, see everybody.